Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and thanks for tuning into the Positive Podcast. I'd just like you to take a few seconds to check out my good friend's business. Jara Young creates marlas, beads, bracelets, necklaces, waist bracelets, and many more amazing items and pieces of jewellery, necklaces, and earrings, and much more. She uses crystals, gems, gold, and lots of other amazing accessories that piece together these amazing bracelets that she creates all by hand. She's a really good friend of mine, and if you check out her Instagram, it's Jara Young Designs, J-A-R-A Young Designs. And if you go on her link, you can check out her Etsy page. I'll also also be putting the Etsy page in the bio as well. So please check out her awesome content and her awesome jewellery that she makes. Thank you. Hi, and welcome to the Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Justine Markley. Justine is an accredited NLP mindset coach, corporate wellbeing consultant, Reiki healer, and also works with Tarot. In this podcast, we talk about mindset, Justine's journey, positivity, spirituality, energy, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity, 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 in. Right. Justine, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> no, no, you're welcome. I'm, I'm glad to have you on. And I just kind of introduce you because you're involved in many different things and you work as, you know, like a light worker. You're involved in like NLP and mindsets and healing and being a practitioner. Like kind of how do you kind of get into this and like, you know, kind of things that, you know, involves that you do? Because I know you, you run workshops as well. 
Sure. So I got into what I do um, from having gone through really traumatic times. So I was in abusive relationships. I was, you know, friends with like the wrong people. Um, and also I had some very difficult times growing up. So I kind of over the years started focusing on, right, I want to feel good. I want to feel better. I, you know, I had suffered from depression for 15 years, anxiety, and it was getting to the point where I didn't want to live my life like that anymore. You know, I wanted to be happy. I wanted to wake up every day and feel positive and just feel mm -hmm. good. So I started um, sort of focusing on holistic tools and techniques to help me heal, you know, because I'd been to see clinical counsellors and had clinical um, intervention and it didn't really work for me. So I had to find a solution that was more suited to myself. So I did start doing some soul searching and, you know, really focusing on what was going to what was driving me, what was inspiring me, what was making me feel good. And I turned to holistic therapy. So like mindfulness, meditation, I started doing a lot of spiritual work. I'd always, always been interested in spiritual work ever since I was really young. I'd always sort of like swayed towards the whole, you know, connecting with spirits, trying to understand the other side and all that sort of thing. So all of those things together, I sort of turned it into a business. So now what I do is I run wellness workshops for companies. So all of the experience that I've gone through, all of the lessons that I've learned with positive thinking and how it could completely change your life. I've used all of those things to help other people in terms of helping them with their mental health. So positive thinking, mindfulness, confidence building, wellness, looking after your well-being and things like that. And then I also have the other side where I do one-to-one -one therapy. So I do one-to-one -one coaching. And I also do one-to-one -one sort of tarot work, Reiki healing, and I've launched a load of products that I sell as well. So all of the things that go together are sort of like my spiritual side with my holistic side, with my life experiences that I've then engineered into a service and a product of my business. And um, I did NLP coaching as well, which is neurolinguistic programming, because it's something that I really wanted to understand for more like a cognitive behavioral therapy side of things. Right. How can I help people on a more sort of human level? Because I am extremely spiritual and I've got, you know, easy ways to help people in that level. But not everybody is sort of into that. So it's sort of like working with that side as well. No, I think I think you're doing really great work, and I think like it's good that you know you're kind of multifaceted, where you can kind of work in different areas and different departments to yeah. kind of you know suit people and you know help them. And I think like by you know I think like energy and spirituality and you know your mindset is you know a lot of where it's kind of, you know where it kind of starts, isn't it? And by you know yeah. tapping into yourself and um, getting to know yourself and be you know being able to you know have someone help you in that journey you know to heal and i think like you said you mentioned you know you had depression for a long time and i think you know by doing what you're doing and you know working through things you know like it's it's really you know a powerful process isn't it and be you know be, being able to provide value back to other people you know it must be really rewarding as well it's really rewarding and i have to say waking up every day knowing that i can potentially change someone's life with what i do is just you can't beat that feeling i mean to be able to help people from my own learned experiences and yes i have been through a very intense spiritual journey so i've learned a lot that maybe the average person would not or some you know someone that maybe wasn't into the spiritual side may not experience and for me to be able to take that spiritual knowledge and turn it into wisdom 
help mm. other people I think that is something that I'm very proud of and you know my whole purpose here is is healing humanity and helping individuals to overcome really hard life challenges and help to change perspectives and help people understand right so this is challenging me now what is it actually teaching me as opposed to I'm getting bad luck again or you know why am I going through this horrible experience it's about really seeing the other side of it and um, you know working together with other people that have mentored me along my along my journey people that have already been there with other experiences and learning from them and then being able to sort of take it all in and sort of stick it back out into like workshops or coaching or things like that is really really helpful I mean I've had a lot of inspiration from you know people that I've met along my journey people that have been through really bad times I've sort of like helped them but learned from them at the same time and I think that it's really important that when we go through life it's really really important to heal as we go along because if we don't and we just ignore anything because we're afraid of opening up that can of worms with our emotions what ultimately happens is there's a bit like a filter system so if you've got the subconscious mind it stores absolutely everything that you do that you think that you feel that you say and if you don't sort of heal from experiences or trauma that you go through then what you're ultimately doing is adding more and more gunk to this filter and then it gets to the point where you have a burnout or you break down or you can't cope and future experiences um, or challenges might come up that will constantly test you and will bring up previous experiences that you haven't healed from so it's really really important to focus on your well-being and focus on getting those experiences that have taught you things and moving on from them so that you can move forward yeah no yeah. Ex exactly and i think it, it's so important to you know be open to that isn't it you know and to be wanting to you know to develop yourself and to change and i think do you think like during the pandemic you know you've seen like an increase in that you've seen like people um you know suffering or you know having their own, you know like an increase in, in in that happening do you think during this period yeah absolutely i think the pandemic i mean from my perspective personally in terms of why the pandemic might have happened maybe on a more sort of higher level in terms of the spiritual side of things it was definitely to help people you know go into isolation to in order to help themselves to recognize what's not working what is working what's going well what can i change what can i shift um i spent in 2019 i spent nine and a half months completely in isolation i put myself in a sort of I suppose, place where I didn't meet up with anybody. I literally just, it was like I was in my own personal lockdown um, and I did it in order to help me grow and heal and work through every single bit of trauma that I'd ever been through in order for, to move me forwards on my path. Now, um, initially when I, you know, going back a few years ago when I did have struggles, I did seek professional help. I had a very wonderful woman who helped me and, um, Ultimately, she helped me to the point where I could then help myself. And then by becoming more self-aware and working on my self-awareness, I then was able to then coach myself um, and then get myself to a point where I could then turn that into helping other people. But hmm. yeah, so absolutely, 
pandemic has dramatically increased mental health. I mean, having worked for the NHS and having sort of um, still, I still very much speak to NHS individuals, the mental health has gone on a huge rise. And there is sort of like a backlog of six months for people to be seen just for anxiety. And I think that, you know, when we work with holistic therapies, we don't then therefore need to rely on the help of, you know, getting to see a doctor or having to see clinical interventions because, um, don't get me wrong, you know, clinical intervention does work for some people, but if it's more sort of lifestyle things than going through things like the pandemic, which can cause a lot of adversities with our emotions and our thoughts, then it's really important to start maybe looking at other ways to help ourselves. Hmm. No, I think, that's, I think that's a really great point. And, you know, like I, I saw like an article the other day, and like you said, six months just to be seen for anxiety. Um, yeah. I saw one in the UK, um, I think it's UK based, which is like, you know, people are on a waiting list for four years, you know, young mm. people. Yeah. Um, you know, to be seen. And it just shows, you know, like people all in different situations. But um, I think like it's really nice that you're able to help people, you know, with their mindset, with their energy, you know, spirituality, because mm. we're, we're, all, we're all energy. And I mean, I remember when we spoke previously, you know, um, there's a lot of things that we kind of can't, that we, can't explain if that makes sense you know when you think yeah. of spirituality you know things can happen to us or we we notice certain things um but I, I think like you know like to to grow and to change you know you have to kind of hold yourself accountable don't you you have to be you know wanting yeah. to change and, and be open to that um and that's what is- i teach yeah i say to people you know the end of the day, look externally for help if you need someone professional to step in. Absolutely. But ultimately, the healing go is starts with us doing it on our own and, and healing ourselves, like external validation, all of this sort of stuff. It's not going to help. It helps the ego, but it doesn't help the soul. We have to go within in order to heal ourselves fully and transform into the version of us that we want to be. And transforming into different versions happens every day in terms of based upon our experiences, our traumas, anything that we hear, that we see, it all transforms us as a person. So it's really important to really work on the personal development, really work on healing yourself and working on your strengths, working on your weaknesses, and mm. really excelling yourself in terms of taking time out to focus on you and focus on what's important to you. Unfortunately, you know, due to environmental conditioning and things like, you know, the way we've been parented or the way we've been schooled, it's taught us a certain way of being. And actually, we're all individual people on our own paths and we've got to follow what's right for us in every single given moment. So when I teach people through, you know, doing workshops and things like that, I say to them, present moment is key. If you want to be happy, if you want to live your life to the best of your ability, you have got to be in the present moment. Because if you're in the present moment, you will never, ever feel anxiety. Anxiety is to do with two things. It's to do with living in the future, having your head in the future. But it's actually also connected to previous traumas and experiences that created anxiety. So therefore, when you come across a similar situation again, your brain goes into panic mode and says, right, we're going into fight or flight mode because we're in another situation again that's similar to the last time that you went through trauma. It's your brain's way of protecting you. But it's Mm -hmm. the only way that I got out of depression and I got out of anxiety was by practicing mindfulness, meditation, being in the present moment and really going within. And yes, you do have to open up that can of worms. But all I'd say is healing 
yes it's ugly initially but once you get into it you get addicted to healing yourself and you literally you love that feeling of waking mm. up going I feel good and mm. it's all about that yeah no I think that's a really great point and you know like you mentioned by you know going within and you have to be you know willing to you know go through those motions and you know go through that trauma and you know to deal with that and you know like there's a lot of strength there to kind of be gained you know in the long term I think when you're going through it at the time you don't really always kind of see it but like you know just by you know taking those initial steps and you know working on it each day and you know moving forward isn't it is where it kind of um, all kind of happens and like when you you know say you work with people like say in, in the spiritual side or you know like the mindset side well, where would you kind of like say start with somebody you know if they're kind of going through something I know everyone's very very different and going through different things but like of course the way that I would sort of suggest to someone and this is completely free to for everybody to do which means they don't have to pay a penny out of their pockets so what I say to people is right there are some holistic techniques that you can use to initially get yourself and your emotions and your nervous system to, to be into a calm state. Once you're in that position, you can then start capturing what emotions do you feel? What thoughts are running through your mind? How can you help yourself by journaling and writing, writing down exactly what it is that you want to get out of your head? So let's say, for example, someone's in a state of anxiety. The first step has to be right you have to bring yourself into the present moment so there are two ways you can either have an object that you could call your safe object which you use and this is a form of cbt therapy which is cognitive behavioral therapy where you pick up an object and that is your safe object and what you do is you pick it up you look at it you inspect it you know you you really are putting mindfulness practice into this object because what you're doing is you're taking the panic away from the mind and you're distracting yourself by focusing on this one object. So that's the first tip that I would suggest in terms of getting yourself to be in the present moment. The second, but probably more so important tip is to do deep breathing. So if you feel yourself panicking, the best thing to do is get up and stand away and walk away from whatever situation you're in, whether you're in public, whether you're in front of a laptop, get up, walk away, and just take some deep breaths. Breathing in for four seconds, holding for four seconds, and exhaling for four seconds will straight away calm down the nervous system. It's only when you can calm down the physical symptoms of anxiety that you'll be able to work on the other side of it. And the way that you work on the other side of the anxiety in terms of what's going on in the mind is literally writing down how you feel, writing down what thoughts could possibly have come into my head that could have triggered the anxiety, and then you can go from there in terms of moving forward because it's all to do with the mindset and it really is mind over matter and it's a case of being able to be in control of your emotions in all in order to stop the challenging times from coming forward now ultimately the emotions connect to the ego we cannot stop the ego we can't fully get rid of it because it's who we are that's that's human nature but what you can do is learn to control the ego you can control your emotions and you can absolutely control any other negative aspect that you're trying to work on and um, so it's just really important to never ever give up on that self-development because it is a consistent practice it's like you practice mindset um sorry mindfulness consistently then it will really really work but if you stop 
you're just ultimately going back to a place where you don't want to go back to. So it takes 21 to 42 days to change a habit. So it's really, really important to focus on integrating in those three to six weeks the habits that you want to, you know, change and bring mm. in. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, you know, like the points you made, like really important. and mm. They're like the foundations and the kind of core uh, ways of, you know, moving forward and, you know, by making those first steps to, you know, implement change and to grow. And, you know, yeah. I say, you know, mindfulness, uh, you know, journaling, uh, you know, gratitude lists and, really looking at you know the the you know the internal you know doing that internal work and um making those necessary steps because you know you get to know yourself and you get to mm. grips i suppose you know what you want in your life and where you're at and mm. i think a lot of the time you know people sometimes don't think about those things or right. they don't know much about those things or you know there's the whole spectrum i mean a lot of people do you know some people don't and i think you know, you know, everyone's different and everyone has different traumas and experiences. So, yeah. you know, there's going to be lots of different things for each, you know, based on each person. But yeah. uh, it, it's definitely, you know, a powerful way, as you mentioned, by, you know, really kind of taking hold of, you know, your your demons, if that makes sense, or, or, or what's yeah. going on. So basically, we all have a shadow self. So a shadow self is basically the things that we don't like about ourselves. So like, say, for example, it might be worrying, it might be um, being hot tempered, it might be saying things in a certain way, we don't really like the way we say things. So our shadow self is something that will always be with us. We're born with a shadow self, which you could call the ego. um, And we're born with this, and it goes through us throughout our whole lives. And it's not something we can fully rid ourselves of. But it is something that we can learn to heal and control because ultimately negative adverse emotions like anger or fear or anything like that they tend to come up because they come up from also from childhood issues we're not feeling good enough not feeling worthy um worrying about the outcome of things because it happened that way before so therefore it means in my head that it's going to happen that way again so it's really really important like I mentioned to focus on the present moment and you mentioned gratitude earlier the one way the one quickest surest way to bring you into a state of happiness and joy is to be grateful and focus on what you've got and how lucky you people are or you know and how blessed they are to have what they have and actually know that change is inevitable change is absolutely guaranteed in our lives so if you are going through really difficult times just remember that change will always be on the horizon and that good things can come our way but it's about resetting our mindset to think in a way where we expect good things to always happen to us mm-hmm. and if we focus on as we mentioned that we are all energy and if we focus on negative energy that is exactly what we'll attract into our life it's to do with a theory called the law of attraction what you put out there to the universe or whoever you want to call it that is what you ultimately bring back into your life. So from a spiritual perspective, in order to break cycles that keep repeating, we have to be aware of, right, what is this trying to teach me? What is this bad time trying to teach me? What is this challenge trying to teach me? Because we are here to learn lessons. That is why our souls are on this earth, to learn lessons. So in order to learn those lessons, we will be tested. And we, in order to pass the test, we have to part you know we have to be aware of what's going on in order to know that we're being tested so Mm. it really is all about that to be honest yeah it's there's so many layers to it isn't there and it's it's really uh deep and i think like the 
you know, people really, you know, should tap into, you know, gratitude and journaling and these kind of things. And I've heard people, um, there's, there's a stand-up comedian that I like, and he talks about journaling. And uh, he's, you know, I think he's in his 50s or something like that. And he said it helped him mm. massively. And he said he looks back on his life um, and he can see, you know, where he was in dark places and how he's grown and where he's shifted and, yeah. and all of these things. And, you know, he's, I think he's turning it into a book or he's wanting to turn it all into a book. So, I mean, mm. there's, there's so many, you know, positives to come from journaling and it's quite refreshing, you know, if you just, when you do it. Yeah. And um, it's, def- I think, you know, definitely, I, I saw an article about it actually and it, it was talked about uh, males, um, you know, m- males and their mental health and yeah. saying that, because sometimes men, not all men, but some, some people don't, like specifically males, don't always talk about things that are going on. So yeah. they were saying, you know, an outlet and there's articles that, you know, mm. men can journal. And I think it's worked well for a lot of people. Yeah. I think that, you know, unfortunately society has labeled mental health as being a bad thing. And that's why there is such a stigma attached to it. At the end of the day, there is nothing wrong with having anxiety. There's nothing wrong with being depressed. There is nothing wrong with having adverse thoughts or negative emotions it's just about right well what's what's not working for me is it's making me unhappy so that's what's important is my happiness not what anybody else outside my world thinks and it's really important to just say you know what I want to bring balance into my life because it makes me happy not because Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be xyz for that person over there or my workplace or my partner it's all about us as individuals it's about really focusing on what works for us may not work for someone else. So it's really important to focus on your own path. Mm. No, definitely, definitely. It's it's such a, you know, a good, good point. And, you know, something that I think people should look at more. I think it's getting more out there into the media, isn't it? I think more so is kind of... Yeah, and the, the thing pandemic. is, it, it's a shame that a pandemic has had to happen in order to get people to sort of let go of that stigma. But yeah. All I would say is I was saying to people, this is something that Tony Robbins, who's someone that Anthony Robbins, he's someone that I follow. I think he's inspirational. I think he's Mm. so motivational. But one thing he pretty much states is you've got to own it. You've Mm. got to stand up and be proud of who you are. Be proud of, you know, the dark thoughts and the demons and, you know, the dark side and the things you hate about yourself. Be proud of your weaknesses because you make what makes you who you are. And in order to, um, you know, move forwards with those things, it's about saying, right, well, that doesn't make me happy, that doesn't make me happy, and working on those things, but not being, not feeling guilty or feeling ashamed of those negative things that are happening in your life, and actually going, do you know what, they've made me who I am today, and now what I can do is focus on changing those things to make me happy, Mm. and that's what's important. Yeah, no, definitely, you have to definitely, you know, own your stuff, don't you, and I think that's, you know, one of the key points you mentioned, and he's a really great guy. And I think, you know, owning your weaknesses and your strengths and, you know, like you have to take responsibility for that, don't you? Because, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it, it's your stuff and you, you can turn that around and you can work on those things. And um, I was just thinking as well, like, do you have any like favorite books that you've read recently or anything like that? 
I was about to mention actually um, The Secret by Rhonda Bryan and also mm. Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And they could not be more true. So Louise Hay's You Can Heal Your Life is all about the language you use with yourself. It's all about positive thinking. It's all about what does your inner critic, inner voice, what does it say to you? Are you listening to that? Are you taking that on board? And if you are taking on the inner criticism, are you taking it on in a positive way that can help you to move forwards? Or are you letting it destroy and self-sabotage? Um, and the secret is all about the fact that what you put out to the universe is what you what you attract back. So ultimately, ultimately, your thoughts, your feelings creates your reality. And I, you know, I used to be about 10 years ago, I used to say to people, yeah, no, 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 but this person's making me unhappy and that's why I'm unhappy. And that situation's making me unhappy. When actually I could remove myself from that situation. I can remove myself from that person, but I was blaming other people externally for my unhappiness. But actually these situations that had come into my life was a manifestation of my thoughts and the way I looked at myself. It's a bit like, if you look at yourself in the mirror, that's whatever you put out to the universe, that's what you will mirror back. So if you find a lot of people out there are angry or rude to you, you've got to take a look at yourself. You've got to own it. You've got to go, right, what is it that I'm putting out there that could be bringing these situations back? I tell you now, blunt as this may sound, we choose our reality with our thoughts, our feelings and our emotions and our happiness is our choice. The mm -hmm. only thing that stops us from being happy is us. And it's mm -hmm. so important. Um, there is, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a journey, you know, at the end of the day, healing and, and changing your thinking. It is a journey. But trust me, when you get to the other side, you will be so glad and grateful that you did it. I mean, if I could get out of 15 years of depression and anxiety using holistic therapy, then anyone can, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I really oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I, and, you know, I think, you know, like, I commend you for like, you know, all that you're doing and, you know, for you, you know, moving through that, it's, it's really like, you know, motivational and inspirational. And I think it just shows, you know, the power that we have, you know, within us and, you know, the choices that we have, you know, to, if we want to change, then we can, you know, and if, if someone has, has, has done it, you know, then, then someone else can as well. We can ourselves. Yeah. And it, it's so important that we, you know, take hold you know, and believe in ourselves. And like you said, we create our own happiness, we create our own reality, mm. you know, your mindset, your energy, and, you know, law of attraction and what you give out comes back to you. I, I think it's so true. And, you know, you have a choice if you want to be around certain people or you want to allow certain things into your life. Um, you know, One thing I was going to say mm. was that going off on a, um, talking about that exactly was, that the few things that really helped me on my journey with this, because it's not an easy thing to go from being a negative thinker to a positive thinker. It's not easy to go from being full of um, emotional baggage and, and feeling angry at the world to feeling really blissfully happy and appreciating life. The things that I would mention would be the following, that you have to believe in yourself. You really have to get your self-belief up to a level that you really appreciate who you are. And it's about being really kind to yourself and appreciating that actually things take time. And rather than focusing on the time aspect specifically of the healing journey, more so focus on the energy side of the journey of saying, right, 
well, you know, it doesn't matter if it's two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, three months, it doesn't matter. What matters is getting my energy to a really good place where I feel good again. And it's also about really working on the self-love, really self-love being things like saying no to situations or people that you're not happy about, doing things like really looking after your well-being, looking after your mind, your body and your soul in order to align all the three together so that you can move forward. Um, it's so important to focus on self-love, self-belief and really being kind and compassionate to yourself and also focusing on the inner child. What I mean by that is we all have the inner child. Now, the inner child is basically you as a child. And when you grow up and become an adult, that inner child stays with you um, no matter what. So if any trauma that you've picked up as a child will ultimately dictate the way that you come across as an adult. So let's give an example here. I was, um, I never felt good enough as a child. I never felt worthy. I never felt the love that I really wanted to feel. Um, and so what ended up happening was I got involved in abusive relationships. I got involved with the wrong friends. I got involved in jobs that really weren't good enough for me. And it's all because I thought that I didn't deserve the best. I didn't deserve to be loved. I didn't deserve to find the right person. And by working on my inner child, and I've, you know, done things like hypnotherapy, I've done things like EFP, which is emotional freedom tapping, going back, right back to my childhood and going, right, what part of my childhood did I not feel happy? And why did I not feel happy? And then it's about reparenting the inner child. And it's a process where in a, it's a bit of a long-winded process to explain, but in a very quick sort of short thing, it's where you go back to your childhood, you see that version of yourself, you visualize that version of yourself, say eight years old, let's say. And then what you do is you then parent that child. So you put your arm around that eight-year-old person. You, you tell that person that everything's going to be okay and that they are safe and that you're here to look after them going forwards. And even though it's the same, you're the same person, it's like your adult you and your child you, you're still reparenting your inner child. And when you reparent the inner child in a positive way, you heal that inner child and therefore it helps you. Mm. Yeah, it's it's so it's so powerful, isn't it? When you know when you when you think about you know the ability that we have, you know, as a person and you know looking at your inner child and you mentioned um you know like your your beliefs and the reason why you we think a certain way and how it can come from you know childhood trauma and, and certain events happening. And, you know, in those first kind of formidable years growing up, how that can mold your belief system in some way. And I mean, you can change your belief system, but sometimes how it kind of set you up to be, you know, for how you're living your life or the way that you think and for what you, you know, you're attracting and, you know, being able to look at your inner child and, you know, to, to support your inner child and be there for the inner child and to, uh, you know, move forward. Because like you said, a lot of the time people are kind of on autopilot somehow because they're just running on the, the programming that, they, you know, they've had growing up yeah. and everyone's got their own, yeah, everyone's got their own, own uh, how can I put it, you know, life experience being a kid and different ways of thinking and believing, but that's yeah. ultimately where you kind of need to look at and start, isn't it? And, mm. you know, if, if you've experienced certain things happening, you're then going to probably try that into your life and think, yeah. oh, this is how it's meant to be. So yeah. I think that's that's really key points you mentioned, um, you know, to address things because it, you know, your your mindset's powerful and you know, you you 
people sometimes, like you said, they track things into their life and they might blame it on something else. But actually, yeah. like, you know, it's it's the way that you're you're thinking and gravitating. Yeah. And self-limiting beliefs, um, they are things saying things like obvious ones are saying things like, I can't do this because I haven't got the skills. I can't get that job because I haven't got the qualifications. And like less obvious ones might be, oh, well, I'm going to get a job that way because that's how I got it before. When actually self-limiting beliefs is the surest way to block yourself from moving forwards. It is the one thing that stops your mind from being free. And as much as we are here to learn life lessons and soul lessons, whatever they may be, it's so important to make sure that we really enjoy our lives here because we're only here once, right? And then off we go back to wherever. And it's really important to really live and find the joy in every single day. And the only way you can do that is by being in the present moment and really showing yourself that love and compassion. You know, um, for example, talking about the inner child again, I had a moment about two weeks ago where I got like, really stressed about something. <laughs> and I realized that was my inner child having a tantrum. And I was like, no, we're not gonna do this. We're not doing this today because you are good enough, Justine, and you are good yeah, enough yeah. to get this task done. So there was the voice of my parent, you know, parenting me in a child. And then from that point, I calmed down. So it's really, really important to focus on um, on the good things that we can do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so important, isn't it? And, you know, being mindful of that and noticing that, you know, noticing how you may come across or things that you may do and just reassuring yourself that you know things are okay and you know being being mindful of that it's really important and um yeah i i just thought i'd ask you these some of these questions that i've kind of started asking people um like uh i would say what would you say your spirit animal is not to put you on the spot or anything like that oh no that's fine so i actually do a lot of work with um animal totems so animal totems is as you mentioned it's your spirit animals so um if if anybody out there sort of finds that animals that keep crossing their paths, literally crossing their paths, um, like a squirrel or a, um, a deer or something like that when you're driving, mm. um, it's important to look it up because it's a message from that from the angel, from the I say angels, but from the spirit world, it's a message from whoever's passed over that's watching over you. Mm. So my spirit guide is a wolf um, because it's very much. Um, well, for a start, my dog looks like a wolf as well, which is probably why I was drawn to him. But it's yeah. very much about, you know, going after what I want, really focusing on, you know, being very aware, being very alert and actually having a really gentle nature within me. But there is the fire in me with as well, which will go after what I want. So that's my spirit animal for sure. Is the wolf. Yeah, that's awesome. I think I think, you know, a wolf's really good spirit animal. I think, you know, you're your connection to it's really really good and, and, and um deep as well and, and i think everyone's got different spirit animals and i think it's it's important like you said to identify like if you're seeing certain animals you yeah. know show up there's probably a reason why yes. i've seen a lot of cats recently but i'm allergic to cats i don't know if that, i don't know what that means but uh it depends what color the cat is <laughs> yeah um sometimes yeah it's it's interesting They're probably sometimes black cats 
So black cats are to do with um, more so the spiritual side. So cats in yeah. general are very spiritual animals, but specifically black cats. I mean, as we probably know and appreciate with Halloween, black cats are connected to witches. Um, so they're very <laughs> much like guiding animals. So they'll guide the human soul. Um, mm. And if black cats cross your path, it's a sign of good luck. Um, mm. And also if you see a white cat, it's to do with purity and being very connected with your pure self and your authentic self. So yeah, yeah, I mean, there's so many different meanings out there, but I mean, animals very much are a good way of leading ourselves into getting the right messages to help us move forwards on our path. Mm. No, definitely. It's, it's powerful, isn't it? It's so powerful. And, you know, I appreciate you sharing yours and um, you're welcome. And I pre appreciate you letting me know about the cats as well. So I, I have more clarity on it now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and um, uh, an accomplishment or accomplishments you're proud of? Um, my accomplishment is um, the last year during COVID, I moved my business online because it was always in person before. And I, yeah, I started running workshops for companies, which was really amazing. I didn't expect it to happen that quickly. Um, so that's probably they're my biggest accomplishment so far. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think I think that's really great. And I think you're doing great work on what you're doing as well. And it's great that you've been able to pivot and, you know, being able to adapt, you yeah. know, to do that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And um, advice to people, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what they kind of want, maybe want to do in life. Follow your passions, follow anything that inspires you, anything that makes you feel happy, anything that you're drawn to, anything that you're inspired and drawn to is your intuition telling you what to do. The only reason I got to where I am today with what I'm doing is because I focused on what is it that I really, really want to do with my life. Forget about work. What do I want to do? And I was like, my core belief and my core driver is I want to help. I want to help people. I hate mm. seeing people suffer. I want to help people get out of the experiences that I got out of. So how can I do this? So it's really important to follow it. If you're drawn to animals, then, then it's very clear indicator that you're meant to work with animals, however that may happen. But all I'd say is follow your heart, follow your intuition, and you can't go wrong. Yeah. No, I love that. And I think, you know, it's so important that to, for people to, you know, tap into their heart and intuition and to, yeah. you know, really go with what they want to do in life, isn't it? And to find that and to um, trust that as well, you know, and, you know, work is work, isn't it? But, you know, there's, if you're not happy doing something, there's always that, you know, like if your heart desires to do something, like I said, follow yeah. that. That's something that, you know, you're doing as well. And, you know, being able to set up yeah. and, um, Another one, so what would you say like a big mistake or failure you've made or how to uh, cope my, with it? Yeah, my biggest mistake wasn't believing in myself enough um, and being too scared of launching new business ideas because I was scared of rejection. And that was the biggest failure I could have ever made because I actually just held myself back from fulfilling my dream. Um, mm. I would say that, don't get me wrong, like, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of us will have jobs to pay the bills and we can't take risks. Yeah, and we yeah. can't say, I'm just going to quit my job and run my dream. But all I'd say is don't not do your dream because mm. you have a job at the moment. You know, you can yeah. still do it in your own free time. Follow your passions. Don't worry about the time of when things are going to happen because you've got to surrender a part of your, your dreams to the universe because you can only do so much and you've got to let mm. divine timing step in because 
the energy, your energy will only bring in what you want when you're ready to receive it. So mm. make sure that you really, really follow the um, intuitive hunches that you might get because that's guiding you on your path. Mm. I think that's a really great point you made. You know, like you will be open to it, like you'll be open to it when you, you, you know, want to receive it kind of thing. Mm. And, you know, really kind of channeling into that. And, you know, like I said, mistakes happen and, and a lot of the times you know you learn from them and mm. as you mentioned like you know sometimes you know you can hold hold ourselves back and sometimes we're unaware of it but you know like just you know being accountable and you know like trying not to hold yourself back from situations because sometimes like you said um by by doing that you're kind of putting a block on things aren't you really yeah because ultimately like for example i now do tarot readings and mm. i was very sort of like I suppose fearful from you know doing tarot readings because I thought oh what if I don't get the messages right what if I don't you know get the guidance right and actually you know I was holding myself back and because of my inner child I was Mm. like I don't feel good enough that's why I'm not doing it and actually now I've launched it I'm like god I should have done that ages ago yeah it's actually made me more spiritual doing tarot readings because it's Mm. now a direct Channel for me to the spirit world to give people messages so when I'm doing tarot readings not only am I using the cards as a tool to actually you know give people messages about their future and so forth I'm actually getting messages directly from their guides into mm. my mind and giving them out you know feedback yeah. above so it's yeah. actually helped open up my spiritual side way more than I've ever been you know in terms of intuitively and things like that and I would just say that don't be afraid. You know, we have one life here. Do not be afraid of fulfilling your dreams. And don't worry about how am I going to get there? When am I going to get there? Let the universe take care of that. It's your job just to take action as and when you're intuitively guided to do so. So if something mm. comes in and you think, oh, I really want to go for that walk today, never wanted to walk in that place before, follow that because it could be that you're going to meet someone who's going to help you on your path yeah you know it's really really important to to really follow that follow that heart follow that yeah what you're being told yeah no i I think that's really powerful and i think like you know just trusting in that isn't it you know trusting in your you know your intuition and Mm. that that vibe you're getting and 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 listen to that because you know it could direct you and you could meet someone or you know it could open up another opportunity and it just kind of you know goes from there and you know like, like letting the universe work it out you know like just keep doing you know do what do what you need to do and then you know just let the universe you know let, let the universe support you if that makes sense one thing i must mention very quickly is the fact that our conversations whether they're in our head in our thoughts or whether they're actually verbally said out loud they are all conversations with the universe so what i mm. mean by that is be very wary and mindful of the language you use so if you're saying i want i want that's great be careful to not say I don't want because if you say oh I don't want that to happen I don't want to do this and I don't want to come across that person what you're actually telling the universe is yes please bring it to me so be get very very Mm. careful that I don't is you're telling you're using negative word to draw in what you want so ultimately you're actually um, drawing in a negative experience or situation so that's one thing I learned on my journey was that and also you're trying to manifest a goal into your reality make sure that you say it as if you've already received it so don't mm. don't say it like i am going to be successful 
successful, you say, I am successful. I'm always successful and everything comes to me when I want it to. You know, mm. it's about really, really being mindful of the, la- it's all about the language we use. Your language dictates your reality. So mm. Like I mentioned about the positive and negative thinking, there are just very slight ways to really tweak your language in order to manifest exactly what you want. Mm. I, think, I think that's really good points. And I think like, you know, like your, the language that you use and sometimes people say, oh, I haven't got that yet or I don't want that or mm. I'll never have that or one day I'll have. And it's like, you know, the language that you use that kind of dictates your reality and your energy and attracting that and moving towards that, isn't it? All kind of Absolutely. Has, a, has a part to play. And, you know, I appreciate you mentioning that because I think it's it's so important people think about their, you know, their thoughts and the language they use and, and what they really say to themselves, um, you know, because it it kind of, um, it's the foundations, isn't it, really? Because um, if you're on that narrative all the time that I've, be negative or might not be kind of put in the right direction you're probably you know it's a bit like um like a scare electrics almost isn't it you just need to change the yeah. kind of path you know start yeah and also one thing i picked up today um that I've, I've always sort of like believed in but i just hadn't i had a reminder of it today was the fact that if you ever have self-doubt or you ever think oh gosh you know my dreams haven't manifested yet just remember a time when you wanted what you have now and then just mm. say, right, well, what I've got now, I, I dreamt of this, you know, I mm. dreamt of, you know, whatever it is. So if you ever have any self-doubt, just remind yourself of that thought and then it will take away the doubt and therefore it will bring your manifestations in quicker. If we mm. worry about where our manifestations are, like as in how are they going to turn up and when are they going to turn up? What we're actually doing is we're saying we don't trust it. We don't trust that they're going to come to our lives. And like I mentioned, everything's energy. We need to trust. And the only way to prove that trust is to say the universal, whoever, the soul, whatever, is you've just got to let go, surrender, say, right, I want what I want. And I know that it's going to happen in divine timing. And that's good enough for me. So I'll be patient and wait for it. Mm. And take action when needed. That is simple simple formula. There is no secret hidden, you know, agenda. It's all about taking it back to basics. That's all yeah. you need to do. Yeah, definitely. No, I definitely agree. And I think it's all kind of where it starts, isn't it? And where you kind of, pl- you know, plant those those positive seeds, you know, um, yeah. and, you know, see them grow. And I was going to say as well, like, what would you say you're afraid of or afraid of fear that you have? I think that my fear, if I was to really delve deep, is probably you know, scared of not taking the risks that I might need to take to move me forwards. So I would say that whenever we come from a place of fear, it's ultimately we're coming from a place of not feeling good enough. So my biggest, I mean, I'm working at the moment on completely eradicating any self-doubt and eradicating anything like that from my, my programming and what I've learned growing up. But the fear that sometimes can come in is, what if I don't what if I miss an opportunity what if I don't take that risk so in order for me to counteract that I've just got to keep believing and keep working on my personal development in order to grow my confidence because at the end of the day the only way that we learn lessons unfortunately is to make mistakes Mm -hmm. those mistakes that we learn the lessons from help us to grow and become the person we need to be in order to be prepared for receiving what we really want 
Yeah. So um, sometimes if you go through a waiting period, for example, you're waiting on something to happen or you're waiting for something to manifest, whatever it is, it's just because you're being prepared for your blessings. So if you ever have a moment where you're like, oh, I'm really impatient, like, where is this? Why is this not happening? What have I done wrong? Just remember that actually it is what we are all in a school here and we're all students learning how to live this life. And that actually it's really important that we really, really do work with our patients and, you know, utilize that. that us where we need yeah, no, definitely. It's it's so important, isn't it? I think like, you know, we're only human. We, we do have fears, but, you know, being aware of what they are and, you know, like, um, you know, like you mentioned, you know, not missing out and things like that. But, you know, we, you know, it's a process, isn't it? And, you know, working on that and being aware of it and, you know, just telling yourself you're good enough and constantly kind of, you know, working on yourself because it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's a massive process, isn't it? And, yeah. But you know, as long as we're doing that, we're putting in, in, in the work, um, you know, to to grow. You know, and it's about taking small steps as well. Like, you know, it's really overwhelming if you've never done sort of personal development before or never worked on anything like that. It's really important to take small baby steps and then build mm. it up over time because the human mind will just go into overdrive if you try and overwhelm it it's a bit like trying to say to someone right I want you to run a marathon but you've got to run the marathon with no training you're going to pull a muscle and it's no different with the mind you're going to pull that muscle if you don't mm-hmm. ease yourself into it so it's yeah. really really important to do that yeah definitely so it's a little one percent isn't it that all kind of add up over time yeah exactly yeah, yeah that's it and I was just going to say, like, where, where can people find you on, like, say, social media and, like, your website and, and that sure. kind of thing, if you have a website at all? I do. So my website is www.believeyoudeserveit.co.uk, and I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Facebook as well. So my Facebook is called um, basically just Justine Markley Believe in You, and my, fa- uh, my Instagram is Instagram, and it's at Justine Markley Believe in You. So my Instagram, I upload a lot of videos. I upload a lot of podcast podcast posts even, and this podcast. Um, And I do a lot of self-help tips and a lot of spiritual stuff, a lot of explaining the spiritual side and things like that. Um, I am doing an event in uh, May, which is a spiritual event through um, a company called Spiritual Events and Tours. And that's basically where I'm going to be talking for a solid hour to an hour and a half about the spiritual side and talking about everything. So talking about essential process, what the human body goes through when we ascend to a higher level of consciousness, talking about the levels of consciousness, how we go from 3D to 5D, talking about the spirit world in terms of what I've experienced personally in terms of how you connect to the spirit world, how you connect to those people on the other side, um, talking about life after death. Um, talking about the situation things that happen to the body the mind and the soul when we pass over and all of that sort of thing everyone has their own beliefs and everything that I teach is actually my own personal beliefs but also my own experiences that have got me through that point so Mm -hmm. in terms of the spiritual side um, I just wanted to mention that because you know I understand a lot of people don't believe in life after death which is totally understandable but everything that I teach in that respect um, I have been through myself in terms of I've been there I've lived it I, I know from my own experiences what's what goes on after so yeah, yeah. that's awesome thank you no no you're <laughs> that's, welcome that's everything pretty much in terms yeah. of my links I am on LinkedIn just yeah. my name Justine Markley 
and I do post on there regularly, more so on the corporate side about my wellness workshops. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it. No, that's awesome. No, it's it's great. And you know, I I will always, you know, like share your content because I think I think you're doing really great work and you know, I really resonate yeah. with you know, you're welcome and you know, the work that you're doing. And I, you know, I wish you all the best um in everything that you do. And yeah, no, it's been, it's been great having you on the podcast and I, you know, hope you have a great evening. Thank you very much for inviting me. I really, really appreciate it. No, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. And um, all the best and I'll stay in touch. Yeah, thank you very much. You're welcome. Take care. Hi, and thanks for listening to the Parsis podcast. If you yourself has a story that you'd like to share to be on the podcast, please let me know at thepartispodcast at gmail.com. Or if you know somebody that has a story that they would like to share or their experience from life, please tell them to get in touch with me at thepartispodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, see you soon. Take care. Hi, I'd like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you was able to take some positive value away from this episode. I'm also on YouTube at The Positivity Podcast. If you would like, share and comment or subscribe, it would really help my channel to grow. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach that helps people to live a more fulfilling life and to achieve their goals. Any questions, any feedback for my podcast, you can email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And any inquiries for life coaching, goal setting or mentoring, please email me also at the same email address, thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes. Take care. Hi, and thank you for tuning into the Positive Podcast. I would just like to announce that I have just recently created a Facebook group for listeners and for people who would like to network with other podcasters and to network with other people who listen to the podcast as well. The link can be found in the bio of my profile as well as the bio of my episodes. And the Facebook group um, is called the positivity people all you have to do is send a re- invite request and i'll accept it for you to join i hope to see you there have a great day take care